Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited for you to be listening because we are going to be talking today about, I think, everyone's favorite subject, and that is the wedding dress. Isn't it the dream, you know, when you grow up and you get to try this beautiful white wedding gown with the train and the veil? I just remember going to weddings as a little girl, and I just, I used to just love touching the dresses and dreaming, and Honestly, I go on a lot of boards on Facebook. I just love to go on there and give free advice sometimes when I have some downtime. And it's what everyone wants to talk about. It's the dress. It's like you get that ring on and it's the first thing you want to do is just run out and get that dress. But before you do that, I am here to give you a couple of tips that you need to know before doing that. I am going to give you some fun stories of things that I've gone through with some of my clients and as well as two to three tips so that you can make sure that you're making the right decision and that you're doing this properly. So I'm going to tell you a true story about one of my clients that called me three weeks before her wedding frantically needing to buy a new wedding dress. So I had been working with this client for about a year. Let's call her Taylor. You know, we've got to protect everyone's identities here. And um, it was a couple of weeks before the wedding. So about a month before a wedding, we have everything set. So we had everything set three weeks out. I get a phone call and she's like, oh my gosh, Joanne, I can't do this. And I'm automatically thinking, oh, she, you know, maybe she had a fight with the fiance. The wedding is off. And that wouldn't be the first time that happens to me. So I'm like, okay, we can deal with this. And she's like, no, no, I hate my dress. And I had a picture of my dream dress and I need to find that dress because I really want to get married in my dream dress. So luckily, I have a lot of contacts here in Miami. There's this one road called Miracle Mile, and there's a lot of wedding shops on it. I know a lot of the owners. So off we went the very next day, and we looked for dresses, and I was like begging them, please. So Taylor really wanted to get married in this just A-line, lacy, almost vintage off-white dress. Like that that's her dream. Even before she got um, engaged, a lot of us, we, we already, come on. Just be be honest. You you already knew what style dress you wanted even before that ring went on. And so did Taylor. Now, before she hired me as a planner, she made an error. That is what I want to teach you about today. So she went dress shopping with her parents. It doesn't sound like a big deal, right? But they took her to this wedding store. I don't know. It's wherever her parents were from. I'm not sure. And she tries on this white taffeta just plain stark white 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 kind of mermaid style dress so a mermaid style dress goes it's form fitting to your body all the way to about above your ankles and then it just goes out like a mermaid like a mermaid tail and it was very very white like liquid paper white and had nothing on it taffeta which is a very it's just a very strong and like kind of rigid material and she tries on this dress, which is has nothing to do with the dress that she had envisioned. But then comes the dangerous part. Her mom and her dad just start praising it. Oh my gosh, Taylor, you look so amazing. Oh, we've never seen you look this good. Look at your body. Oh, you look like the perfect bride. Oh my gosh, that that's the dress. That's the dress, Taylor. Like, oh, what? we we don't care how much it costs. Like, we're buying you that dress. Oh, you just look like a princess. Amazing. And what happens? 
Taylor started believing it. She's like, oh, wow, I look amazing in this dress. And this is the dress and they're willing to pay for it no matter what, because, oh, no, this is the dress. And if they love it and think I look this beautiful, my fiance is going to love it. Oh, I think this is the dress. This is the dress. This is the dress. Next thing you know. okay, yes, this is the dress. And her parents pay for the dress. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, months and months later, all those thoughts of what she wanted and what she's comfortable in and what makes her feel beautiful started creeping up in her mind. And she kept thinking about that gorgeous, lacy, off-white A-line dress. So A-line is when the bodice is form-fitting and then at your waist, it just starts tapering out all the way down. And that's what she wanted. So here is the danger. The danger in going with the mom, the maid of honor, friends, I know that's the dream because I had the same thing. I remember when I got engaged, I couldn't wait for the moment where my mom was in the room and my friends and, you know, you get the champagne and they're all, you know, there and you're trying on dresses and they're all like, ooh and ah, and it's just, it's a special moment. A lot of this planning journey I've noticed in all these years centers around community. And it centers around that it's this moment where friends and family in our lives are going to take time to be with us and share in a special moment. And that seems to be very important to brides and grooms. So when they think about the dress shopping, that's the first thing that comes to mind, that community being there for me. Now, here's the danger. And like, I still want you to have that. And you're going to have that. So just, just keep that and just be open to this. But what happens is that that community, your mom, your maid of honor, maybe sisters, maybe fiance, some people even take their fiancés, they are going to start weighing in on what they think looks beautiful and and they're just they're going to have a huge influence on you, which is a good thing, but the bad thing is that they can easily sway you to get something that is not what you would choose. It's not what makes you feel comfortable. It's not what makes you feel beautiful. And what I've noticed like in Taylor's situation is that they can easily convince you to get one gown when you would have gotten another. So here's my recommendation. I tell all my clients this. It's not popular, but please just let Taylor's story be a learning lesson for you. Go alone first. And all my clients are like, they hate that. <laughs> But I'm like, trust me, just go alone first. Just once. You're still going to get the big moment with the champagne and everything. Go alone. Try on a couple dresses. See what you like. What makes your body feel comfortable? What do you suddenly stand up straight in and smile and makes you feel that princess moment and sparkly? Get that first. Get those options first. Now, once you know what you like, did you like mermaid? Do you like ball gown? Do you like off-white? Do you like strapless? Once you have an idea of what you like, now make another appointment and bring in the cavalry. Bring in the mom and the dad and the maid of honors and everybody. You can bring whoever you want because now you have it narrowed down. Now you have some confidence and you're saying, okay, these are the ones I like. Now celebrate this and then help me maybe narrow it down or reassure me. But you are going to get what you want and you're not going to be swayed by those opinions as much. Now, 
another thing is that a lot of people are like, oh, but you're not supposed to make too many appointments because then the wedding shops, like they get annoyed and some of them do. And I'm like, you know what? Screw them. You are about to spend more money on this dress than you will probably spend on any dress for the rest of your life. So if you want to make five appointments to spend all this money, usually thousands of dollars, then you make five appointments. So don't let, if some type of wedding dress consultant is giving you a hard time, then that is not the gown shop for you. So you make the first appointment, go, narrow down those dresses, and then you make a second appointment, and then you bring in the family and the friends. Now, Taylor, just to kind of continue her story, so we ended up finding the dress and it was great because we got it off the rack and a seamstress that I know was able to do the alterations really fast. I mean, we had that dress within a week, but um, I'll just never forget because her mom didn't know. So we are in the dressing room. We're in like the getting ready room before the wedding. And I had the dress all, you know, sipped up in the bag and whatever. And I ended up being the person that goes in there, me and her maid of honor, and dressed her. And she was going to come out in the dress into like the general area where everyone was getting their hair and makeup done. And it was going to be the first time that her mom saw that she was wearing the new lacy dress and not the white taffeta dress that she had spent thousands of dollars on and i remember i was like oh mg what is gonna happen like i don't know is this lady gonna go crazy is she gonna be accepting and i always tell my clients that um to blame it all on me <laughs> because after the wedding like me and my team are gone like we don't have to you know we're, we're not gonna live the rest of our lives with your family but but she is. So I always tell them just, you know, just blame, blame the wedding planner and be like, oh, well, she made me do it. And I, I don't mind. That is my job. That is what you're hiring me for to take all the heat for you and, and all the family drama. Um, so we get her all zipped up and she's going to come out and her mom's out there. And I just remember I tried not to look directly at her so that, you know, I just I didn't want to make things worse. But um, out of the corner of my eye, I could see her. And when Taylor comes out, I mean, she just looks stunning. She just looked like a little princess. And let me tell you, that second dress spoke to who she was. Like, it just fit her. It, it, it just, it was her personality. It was who she is. So I am so happy that she was brave enough to do that. And the mom, let me tell you, her mom was amazing. Because I could see it in her eyes. Like, her eyes got really wide. But then she kind of like softened her shoulders and just kind of composed herself and didn't say a thing. Like she didn't go up to her and was like, oh my gosh, you look stunning. But she knew to kind of stay quiet and calm down first. And then I'm going to say within like 20, 30 minutes, she came up to her and was like, oh, you look so pretty. Let's go to the ceremony. This is going to be amazing. So thankfully, um, that mom was great. I've had, I, man, do I have stories. I have a lot of stories, which you will hear about, about moms that weren't that great. But Taylor's mom was, she was a golden star. So she was great. But again, I don't want this to happen to you. And Taylor is just one of the many examples that I have that this has happened to. I see it over and over. I even watch those shows like, um, gosh, Say Yes to the Dress. And I actually try not to watch a lot because that's like my real life. And they stress me out a little bit. But sometimes once in a while, I'll catch one or two to kind of see what's going on. And I want, I want you to go and watch one of those shows and I want you to see it. There is a difference that happens when the people around the bride just start 
praising her and just start saying, oh, wow, and that's the one. And sometimes you can see it in their eyes that they're kind of debating because maybe it's just not what they would have chosen. But the people that they bring has such big influence. And I always think, I'm like, oh, man, if you would have just, you know, gone first alone and really narrowed down what you like, then um, the result of this would have been better. So tip number one, the first time you go wedding dress shopping, go alone. Okay, so tip number two, it is so important when you go try on dresses that you look like a bride. You are never going to love a dress if you have no makeup on and your hair is dirty and you're in like your flip flops and you have on like, you know, your grandma bra on and it's just no dress is going to satisfy you. You have to look like a bride. So in every single appointment that you make and they'll tell you this, but again, I see a lot of people like on these shows, like say yes to the dress that they don't really pay attention to it and they just go looking like a wreck, like really just make the effort to do your makeup, do your hair, wear the heels, bring the strapless bra. You know, this is a big moment. This is a big decision. Go prepared. If you go prepared, you're going to be successful and you're going to find the gown of your dreams. And wait a minute. I'm going to say that lightly because the gown of your dreams, I guess, okay, yeah, it can be of your dreams, but it's not going to be the one, the one wedding gown. Just like there's not the one man or woman out there for you there's many wedding gowns that are going to look beautiful and that are going to fit you so it's just about finding something that you love that is in your price range that makes you feel spectacular and then sticking to it so that's it you get the dress you get the alterations going and then you put away all the wedding magazines because you're always going to open something and be like, oh, but look at that gown. Oh, but look, Oscar de la Renta just came out with these new lacy gowns or I don't know, Monique Lulier. Oh, look at that beautiful belt she put on that gown. So there's always going to be other things. So you just, same advice for marriage. <laughs> you choose a man, you choose a woman, and then you wake up every morning with the decision that this is my person and this is my dress. Okay, so let's recap. So number one, go alone the first time. Number two, make sure you look like a bride. Number three, there is no perfect dress. There is no the one dress, but there are many beautiful dresses and you just have to make a decision and stick to it. Number four, I want you to be open to different gown styles, but still tra stay true to yourself. So. A lot of times you go in there and you're like, oh, well, I like tight fitting clothes. So I'm just going to try mermaid styles and um, that's just what I usually wear. And I think that especially in this moment, sometimes like the wedding dress consultants will be like, oh, but you might look good in an A-line dress. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And I want you to go ahead and try those on because I have seen sometimes people say that they like one style, not necessarily because that is who they are, but maybe because of fear, they don't think that they can wear other styles. It's not going to look good on them. So I want you to be open to try on other styles, but at the same time, I want you to stay true to who you are. I don't like when a bride 
just goes for a dress that's completely not her personality and then like they go for makeup that's not what they usually would wear and then they're walking down the aisle and nobody recognizes them and that's just like no like we want you to be you we want you to be the most beautiful and the best version of you so make sure that as you're making this selection you think oh well what looks good on me what do i usually wear what is the type of clothes that i had on when my fiance you know we started dating what does he like or what does she like um so that's something stay true to yourself when you're making this gown selection now tip number five is one that i think that the majority of you need to hear and just just listen to me because i see this over and over on these facebook groups and facebook boards of women that go gown shopping, they find the dress of their dreams, and then they order it in two to three sizes smaller than they currently are in the hopes that they are going to lose weight before their wedding day. Now, let me tell you, doing that is adding an incredible amount of stress to you that is unnecessary. You're already going through this planning process and on top of that to go on some drastic diet because you know that you need to fit into this thousand dollar dress that's coming in a size that's too small for you, that is, is, it's unnecessary. And a lot of people do it because they think it's good motivation. They're like, okay, well, if I get this in a size six, then, you know, I'm going to be motivated to do the diet or to work out because I need to fit into this dress. But no, this, listen to me, this is not the moment. This is not good motivation at all. It's just adding stress to you. So don't do it. And honestly, okay, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. The clients that I have that have done that, because again, because I wasn't there for it, because I would have never let them do it. But most of them, unfortunately, don't lose the weight. And then it's just running to either get another dress or to add panels to it. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that you're not gonna lose the weight, but it's just, it's, it's not good enough motivation. So just don't do it. Order the dress in the size that you are right now. And then one month before, if you do go on that diet and exercise and you lose the weight, reward yourself by setting some money aside and saying, hey, If I actually do this, I have this money on the side and I am going to use that for alterations for this dress to reward myself for actually sticking to this and losing the weight. Now that is so much better than having that stress that, oh my gosh, I paid $1,500 for this dress and it's coming and now it's not going to fit me. And I see it over and over. So don't do that to yourself at all, please go dress shopping, let them measure you and order the dress size that you are currently. So I can go on and on because I know that wedding gowns are so important. Usually when I ask my clients and I'm like, what's the most important thing? They're like, oh, getting the wedding dress, of course. So I have so much advice and so many stories, but I am going to throw it to you. So if you have questions on this topic, let me know. Um, I'm excited to hear from you and chat with a couple of you about this. And I always love the funny stories too so if anybody has any funny stories or horror stories about wedding gowns i'm ready to hear about those and that's it till next time cheers